Hey everyone, welcome to Buzzing About Romance. I am Becky. And I am Leah. And joining us for this episode are podcast contributors Jenny and Lindsay. Hi, friends. Hello. Um, okay. This is so, like perfect unison. They do, right? <laughs> this episode I would like to dedicate to Jenny. This is her passion, and she it's... made it Lindsay's passion. And for them, we do this episode. But there's other people in our community that we're doing this episode for, too. It's true. It is true. But Jenny has the extreme, extreme love of this place we're going to be talking about. Yeah, it's a, it's a little obsessive. A little obsessive. Just, I will say, I think, Jenny, you were wearing um, a Knitting in the City Heroines, the Heroes shirt, the first time at Green... At- I came to Drunk Book Club and I was like, oh, I'm going to like her. <laughs> First impression, off, right off the bat, I was like, oh, I like her taste in books. <laughs> I have my. Oh, the morale support. support. I want that yeah. t shirt. <laughs> Those ladies. You just, you want them to have their own book. <laughs> just love them. I just love them. I need character cards for those ladies. They're a should... hoot. We should email Brooke and be like, hey, these are the groups of people we want just novellas for. Can you make this happen? Could you make this happen? So on this episode of Buzzing About Romance, we are going to talk about the world of Green Valley, Tennessee. We are joined by Jenny and Lindsay, who are both big Penny Reed fans, but also love the other books written within this world. Jenny and Lindsay um, are some of our podcast authorities on the world of Green Valley. Um. So, Jenny, we are going to kind of hand the reins over to you because Leah and I are not as well-versed in this world as you are. So it's you and Lindsay. Take it away. Tell us where we're going with this discussion. (laughs) Okay. So for those that don't know, Green Valley, Tennessee was first introduced by Penny Reed and her Winston Brothers (laughs) series, um, which just got a tv deal yeah big mm-hmm. huge tv so, deal yeah that should be interesting to see i'm a little nervous about that um as one should be <laughs> like true book lovers understand yes um, <laughs> and i know becky you were a fan of the knitting in the city series so like it's kind of it's tied in there's the crossover with Beauty and the Mustache, which Ashley is the sister of the six Winston brothers. So, so technically speaking, Green Valley is a spinoff. Like technically, yes. is a spinoff of Knitting in the City. So which Ash- with Penny's books, you'll always find those little Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. But- and Ashley, her book takes place in Chicago, but she does talk about her hometown and her brothers mm-hmm. in that book correct and she i mean it, it's an older book so like she ends up moving back to green valley so she, well and her hero has like a really <clears throat> intricate part of like the winston family so but beauty and the mustache the why. released august 2014 Lindsay, you are also a fan of knitting in the city very much. I'm also a knitter, so and a crocheter. I do both. So I 
really loved that book. I actually, when I read that series, I didn't know that you could make friends with knitting groups. So I was like, <laughs> if these girls did it, I'm going to do it. And I actually made one of my really good friends that way. Oh, that's awesome. That yeah, awesome. it's really cool. So it was like, it really, it impacted my life like well beyond the books. So always have a special place for it. Because <laughs> Penny reads it to him, queen. She, she is. is. She's a rock star. Yes. So Jenny, who are the Winston children? We have Billy, who's the oldest, then Jethro, Edith, Ashley's stuck right in the middle. The twins are Dwayne and Bo, and then the baby is Roscoe. Do you have a favorite brother? Me, I would probably say I knew you were going to ask this, so I would probably say Billy, just because like the oldest child, like trying to take care of everybody. He is, but like I, I sympathize with the like trying to get everything together for everybody else and. Lindsay, do you have a favorite brother? Cletus, yeah. He's probably my spirit animal. (laughs) (laughs) I could could see that. (laughs) I actually do. Yeah. Uh (laughs) Do you have a favorite brother or child? Okay, so me, I would, for a long time, it was Cletus. But as you read more books, Jethro... There's something about him because honestly, he's like this stay at home dad who like is just all in the family and just he's a busybody. He is, but he all like, but he has like the biggest turnaround from who he was to who he is now. And I just, there's something about him, especially like since I read these books and he's still showing up in like Green Valley books. I just love him so much. And the way he is with like the family and the kids and it just, he's such a good person at yeah, this he, point in his life. He's a reformed bad boy. 100%. Sure. I do like a bad boy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Lindsay, do you have your show notes open? Oh, no. I don't, don't worry about it then. Uh, Leah, read the quote from community member Liz. Okay. Green Valley isn't your typical sleepy small town. Yes, it's cozy, like curling up under a blanket with a good book and a hot cup of coffee or whatever you like, but it's a wonderfully weird, sometimes mysterious, ever-evolving, marvelous place. No matter which book you read, diving into Green Valley is like arriving at your quintessential favorite place each and every time. There's something for everyone in the world of Green Valley, Tennessee, and everyone is welcome. You made me read that because of the word quintessential in you. No, I didn't even read that far in advance. I just was trying to give a different voice. (laughs) Okay, Jenny, back to you with Green Valley. (laughs) Green Valley. Um, So, yeah, we just said that, like, Penny started with the Winston Brothers. And then um, as these books builded, like, so did her popularity. And, like... Mm -hmm. I think Lee always says, like, don't name a person if you don't want to give them a book. And she names everybody. Well, if you (laughs) and if you do any like if you stalk Penny Reed at all or if you talk to anybody who has written in her world, like she has an entire town like created and characters created and stories and families and like a life 
creation for people that we don't even know about yet. Okay, so let's talk about the actual physicalities of Green Valley, Tennessee, so that we can set the setting. Mm -hmm. Okay, where is Green Valley located? It is near the Smoke National, like, Smoky Mountain National Park. Special Park, yes. Like, the Winston, like, homestead, like, is right up against it. Um, some of the smarty pants books we talk about later are set there. It seems to be about like a half an hour from Marysville, which would be like a bigger town, not quite a city. And then like an hour away from Knoxville, Tennessee, which would be their big city. Does the town itself have any landmarks that we should know about? There's a lot of important places in Green Valley. Um, but there isn't like a kissing tree or a pond or... Um, there's a pond. Statue? Statues? Statue? Bandit Lake. Bandit Lake. Yeah. Bandit Lake. What Bandit- am I thinking of that has the big statue? I don't remember. <laughs> we'll get back to that. We'll come back um, to statues later. <laughs> but yeah, Bandit Lake is an in- interesting prospect of Green Valley. Um, it's where a lot of people fish. It's kind of the makeout point. Um, although all our characters are older and still going there. So yeah, it's kind of exclusive too because it's. It, it seems to be like some kind of national park property. So if like you don't have a house already there or inherit a house from someone who is already there, like you don't really have access to it. So it's kind of more, it's like a party point of like a park type place with public access, but it's also like very remote. Well, and isn't, aren't the, like the higher end houses on Bandit Lake, like very expensive, like Hank, cause Hank lives there and- there's another one of the, I can't remember, somebody else lives on Bandit Lake, but they talk about like how expensive it is to purchase there and hard to get houses there too. Yeah. Cause like Lindsay said, you have to inherit it or like know somebody that knows somebody that, mm-hmm. so like drop a mint. Right. Yes. So anybody that's anybody in Green Valley knows somebody that lives on Bandit Lake so that they can get access mm-hmm. to Bandit Lake. Do we know how many people, what the population of Green Valley, Tennessee is estimated? Has anybody ever rolled into town and you know how there's always a small town sign that says- I don't oh think gosh. there's a sign. There is one. Which I book is it, it in? I think it was in um, Carla's last book. Oh. Let's look. I'll look <laughs> it up while you guys continue talking. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't so know that number. What are the it, feels of the small town itself of Green Valley? So tell us, like, is the town quirky? Is it a sleepy town? Is it a busy town? What is the town like? I would describe it as like a picturesque, like, it's like postcard town. But there's a lot of stuff like going on behind the scenes. Um, what do you think, Lindsay? I mean, what kind of town do you think it is? 
I, so I've actually spent a lot of time in that area um, of the country. And it reminds me kind of a, a city called Black Mountain. It's like a little town and it's very cute. And it's right at the foothills of like a lot of national forest land. And I kind of imagine it like that, where like, it's a mixed, it, you know, like most small towns, there's mixed um, income. There's like a lot of less well-off people. There are more well-off people who are moving from more affluent areas. Um, and I think you see that with a lot of these books, like people of all economical backgrounds. And then you see too, like the, there's definitely an aspect of community there where people are willing to help each other out because you're not close to resources. Like it, and in that way, I think it's very true to like small town, but then there's also like the darker parts of the small town with the uh, motorcycle club and mm -hmm. The crime and that is also i think very indicative of like rural appalachia because there's a lot of them there's a lot of extreme poverty and crime and <laughs> drug related trafficking and things like that out there <laughs> do we get that in these books um well burns like as, i would say not as much but you do get some okay Climate, weather, and seasons. So for our international listeners, listeners, Tennessee itself, it's a moderate, mild climate, right? Like it doesn't get super For the cold. most part. Uh, it's at elevation. So because the smoke, the Smokies, I don't know if you guys know this, but it's the highest um, elevation mountains on the East Coast. And when you get mountains at that elevation, it creates its own weather patterns. And then the Smokies in general are very wet. <laughs> so they get like, they get a lot of like rain and snow, but then they get a lot of like summer and humidity and heat and it can be cold, but it's like not Montana cold where it's negative degrees a lot. It's usually, I would say more temperate. Okay. Did you find our population sign? No, neither. I looked at two different books of Carla's and neither one of them had a population sign. Okay. If you know the answer to the population, <laughs> and we're talking to Brooke. you, Brooke and Penny. <laughs> yes. Please email Brooke, us. If you're listening, we need to know. We need like a welcome to Green Valley postcard population of. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like they got the little, uh, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. there's like a little postcard to go with them um <laughs> i i want like a keychain that says i've been in green valley you have not that been to green be valley though i have though because <laughs> green valley is not a real place it is a figment of penny reed's imagination so you've so been in her imagination been, so we have all been we've to green all valley been there. multiple times i think it isn't just an, a figment of her imagination a long time ago she posted a long time ago she posted about her inspiration for it. And there is actually a small town in the Smokies. And I suspect I found which one it is. So I'll tell you guys. Um, when I was <laughs> looking at a map. Because I spent a lot of time when she did this. Trying to figure it out. <laughs> she, and mapping like. Lindsay's going there. I know this place very well. I love. I, love I, I don't place. discount the fact that she based it off of a real place. Because most authors do that. Lindsay is yeah. next level of stalking. <laughs> of Benny Reed. Like, we, no, I Jenny, like, we don't even have to do it. Right? Like, I mean, I just tattooed like images on my body. I didn't. I'm Lisa. not like Facebook FBI or anything like that. I'm not like stalking real people. I just like 
Only Penny Reed is a real person. Only fictional New people. New buzzing about romance sticker. I only stalk people that live in fictional places. Mike Burger, get on that. <laughs> but yeah, I even, I was extreme about it because I was like, I think I know where this might be. And then I looked at like park map boundaries and I was like, I, I figured it out. Okay. You'll Pretty, have to email high her level and ask I figured her. it out. Guys, I wrote it down. I Not only stalk people from fictional places so we don't forget. <laughs> Same. <too>. Same. <laughs> um, those will be in the next Patreon swag pack. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so before we get into the breakdown and the nitty gritty of Green Valley and the books that are in this series and some of the spinoffs that have happened from Knitting in the City to the Winston Brothers to this whole giant world... Um, why do you love these books? What is it about reading about this fictional place that brings you back every time? I think it's the diversity. Um, mm -hmm. you, you have so many different like characters and same characters, like people that have strong personality traits. So it's not like, I mean, like the people at the police station, like you you learn like their favorite kind of pie and I don't even know who's at the police station in my town. Like, <laughs> um, well, and one thing I like about this world is there's, there's a, a few different authors that write in the world. It's a very niche world to be written in because of the way that Penny Reed runs it, but you see this world from other people's eyes too like they have a basis they have to to go on like there are there's a lot of rules when it comes to a smarty pants book but at the same time like they still use their own view like you're seeing green valley from the different people of the town essentially and that is one thing that i love about this series <clears throat> what about you Lindsay? what keeps taking you back to green valley um, this particular, the pr place itself, how well they capture it. Um, I fell in love with outdoors when I was 10 and we went to the Smoky Mountains the first time. Um, it's very sentimental to me. And the nostalgia of that is captured very well. Like it really does. It really does justice to how like those towns would be in kind of real life. And it just makes me nostalgic for like really good times from my childhood. But then it also like combines my favorite things about romance. And th there's something for everyone in these books. Like mm -hmm. it is possible for you to find like whatever you like, there's something in that lane for you. And it's well-written, reliably well-written. Um, it's just so it's just penny reed i get it i get yes. it yeah. it is like so penny many reed. times we just are like it's just penny reed mm -hmm. um but i think that Lindsay has a point though is like there's such a variety of styles of writing there's stuff because there's closed door there's open like there's steamy there's not so steamy there's like retellings of like tales but they still revolve in the green valley like that's the that is one of the other things about this world is there's so many options for you but it's all in one place 
But I think it's also a place like a lot of people have been there. I think Smoky Mountains is one of the most every year it's one of the most visited national parks in the country. And I think a lot of people have a deep level of sentimentality and connection to that mm-hmm. um, because so many people have experienced at some scale a small town or a town like that yeah in the smokies because they're they're all over on the north carolina side and the tennessee side like you can go anywhere there (laughs) um okay so let's get into this if you have never heard of green valley tennessee or are interested in checking them out one of the titles that you have never read so I've never read anything Green Valley, Tennessee from Penny Reed, but I've also never read anything in the Smarty Pants world. So what we want to do is help the reader know where to start. Um, And then we'll talk about the basics of this series, and then we're going to go into the different titles, and then we're going to talk about the different authors that have come in because Penny Reed... um, when did she start? Was that 2019 she opened her world? Was the first I think grouping? so. Let me, let me double check. But yeah, I think so. So I think, I mean, she obviously did it before, but the first group that came into the Smarty Pants world came, those first group of books, the first launch was like, I think, 2019. Yeah, that makes sense. Like they, she definitely took a lot of time and effort, like, there's a lot of planning yes before this what world. it is <clears throat> now all sampler 2019 yeah so i will also say that in our on the shelf show notes we will have this breakdown for you so that you can easily access and find these titles um okay so i've never read anything penny reed or green valley tennessee if i'm starting with penny reed where do i start I would start at the beginning, mm-hmm. like with Beauty and the Mustache. Um, I think that's a good Can it transition. be read as a standalone or do I need to start at the beginning of Nitty in, in the City? I think it can be read as a standalone. Obviously, um, you will like- It can because I have actually never read the rest of the Knitting in the City series and I was okay with that. I'm a shedding not a series. O- I am not okay with that. No, I know that you're not, but I'm <laughs> saying- Community like, service I, people. I macheted that that series by only reading that one. And I did not read that one before I read the brothers also. And I so. also, I also feel like that book gives like, um, Leah alluded to earlier, gives some background on the Winston mm-hmm. family. That's kind of fundamental to know, like the rest of their family history. You don't need to know it for everything, but it definitely enhances the story. It does, but you don't have to read it before you start the brothers. Right. Because again, I didn't do it in order. You should be proud of me, Rebecca. I'm very (laughs) proud of you. So the Winston brothers, siblings, children appear in how many Penny Reed different series? We have like as main characters. Well, just that I would have to read to understand like is it are they other than knitting in the city and beauty in the mustache can i just read the winston brothers do i are there other books that have winston's as main characters 
that I would have yes. to read. You don't no. have to read them. There's the spinoff series, which I'm sure Lindsay is a big fan of with uh, <laughs> Cletus being her spirit animal. Yeah, the cozy mysteries. That's so good. <laughs> okay, so there really is something for everyone within this world because now mm -hmm. you're saying there is knitting in the city and then you've got small town when we go to the Winston brothers, but then there's these handcrafted mysteries that are um, cozy mysteries. Yeah, they get a little intense. Um, the like um, illegal activity we were talking about earlier. Yeah, that's when this would come in. Okay. Mm -hmm. it, it does show up in those ones yeah. okay. quite intensely. And what about um, the good folk series? You can actually start there, like if you wanted to, if you want to just jump right into Good Folk, it is Jackson James, who is the sister of Jessica James, who is Dwayne's heroine, who is book one, one of the Winston brothers. You do not need to read her book because Jackson is an entity of his own. Yes. And they, um, they keep from like spoiling anything like important like time, twist and her timelines and baby mass are very important in the penny reared world yes like she she is definitely again on top of that and planning um because mm -hmm. there's like um between book six and seven of the winston brothers there's a huge time jump and a lot mm -hmm. of people miss that or very confused um and that's kind of where like those cozy mysteries and other things kind of slide in. in. Yeah. How upset would you be to know that I read this series completely out of order and backwards? I think that's fine. I personally think I pick and choose to get as much as you possibly can out of it. I would actually recommend reading the Winston brothers first to last, starting with Ashley and then going in order just because there is an overarching plot. And there are so many things in those books that allude to things that come so much later. There's so much foreshadowing. She's the queen. Like this is like Marvel level universe with all the e yes. <laughs> Easter eggs. There is a lot um, of Easter eggs. A lot. And, yes. I mean, and honestly, so, and you don't is realize Smarty it Pants our MCU in romance? I would, much. Say, I would say yes. yes. Because Cletus, like, one of the things I love about Cletus is, like, there are allusions to him where he's not specifically called out in other books. But it's totally But Cletus. you know it's Cletus if you've read yes. <laughs> And he has close contacts with um, Alex. people in Chicago that can do things. Uh-huh. Yeah, they they communicate through the newspaper to each other. Um, in the classifieds. Yeah. Which yep. is alluded to in Smarty Pants books. Because mm -hmm. the one, okay. But, oh, that, and, but that's what I'm saying. Like she, she has this elaborate scheme of chaos when it comes to Green Valley, Tennessee. And she... And I don't know so, for sure, but I can only assume that she has the thickest story Bible in the world. Penny Reed is the Stan Lee of romance, is what you're telling yes. me right now. Yeah. I'm comfortable with that. Yeah. yeah. And I would say that too, because all of her books, every single one that I've read and everything I've read in either 
you know, Smarty Pants or Green Valley verticals of the Smarty Pants brand, like everything stands on its own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In addition to being interconnected. So there are a lot of Easter eggs, but you're not going to, you're not going to read any of these books and feel dissatisfied at the end. They all have a strong HEA. They all have a really strong plot. They're very well written. (laughs) Now, but honestly, that goes to show like just how important this world is to this woman, because she like it, there's, there's a lot to it. And that's the thing, like you, there's so much connection from every series and every book, but you can just randomly pick a book and be 100% like, okay. Okay. So Jenny did a bunch of research and gave us a reading order. Is it okay if we just put that in our, on the shelf show notes, or do you want to go through that now? No, that's totally fine. Cause I think we covered most of it okay it's a lot of books it's a lot of books (laughs) okay well because like when we started prepping for this like becky started a spreadsheet and was like gonna have like all the cameos and like i'm like oh my gosh this would take me like two years like (laughs) we'd have to have one of those like giant whiteboards with the circles and the strings (laughs) like we're gonna have to have the strings and the like the tacks it'd be like a murder board but not a murder board Oh my God, it could go with our fictional stocking. That's true. Okay, we now need a murder board of smarty pants. Okay. I bet Penny Reed has one. She probably does. <laughs> she probably does. Okay, <clears throat> so we have a, we have talked Green Valley and the start with Beauty and the Mustache and into the Winston Brothers and all of that chaos. And we have touched briefly on this smarty pants romance world so what is smarty pants and how does it work so uh, do you want me to read this mentioned you, you can yeah do you want me to read this like so this sure. is direct from the smarty pants <laughs> website smarty pants romance is a collect collaborative universe whose mission is one to be self-sustaining two to be value added to Subheadings of the authors and professionals support personnel who are published by, within, and work for Smarty Pants Romance Universe. B, the Penny Reed brand. And C, the romance community world at large. Number three, to set an example of of best practices, inclusion, representation, professionalism, mentorship, craft, and excellence. And number four, to be drama-free and efficient. So that is what the Smarty Pants Romance collaborative label is about. That is their mission statement. That is who, what is Penny Reed has created. And I have to say, she's done a pretty freaking amazing job in this. She really has. Now, she does have other worlds that she has spun off of. There is the out of universe. There's education. Like, what are her, like, there's yeah. sub-labels to... Right. Well, but there's sub-labels, but they're still part of, like, the Green Valley. Yeah. And or, it's well, all the, the umbrella, other... like, it's Green Valley, and then it, like, umbrella's out from No, there. I'm talking but about the other ones. Smarty Pants, there's the ones that tie into Knitting in the City, too. Oh, so that's yeah. true. Either like the cipher. Off. Yeah, right. so there's, like, one, that not just Knitting in the City, because there's one, I think, where the girl works at Sandeki Telecom. Yes. Yeah, there's seduction, seduction in the city. 
and then there's ed educated romance which is where like those but that's from like the her other series like ties into yeah yeah they're all connected though like <laughs> all of them again there's we need a murder board for this purpose for the purpose of this episode <laughs> we are only concentrating on the smarty pants green yeah. valley sub series okay. and authors so, there is green valley library that is a interconnected series, meaning multiple authors right under that series. Mm -hmm. There is the Donner Bakery series. Initially, um, Carla Sorensen, Jiffy Kate, and Ellie Kay were writing under that series together. Ellie Kay is the only one, No Risk, No Reward is the only one left in the Donner Baker series because Jiffy Kate broke out to Fighting for Love, which is the MMA series. And the then Kelly Sorensen has the Love at First Sight, which is where <laughs> they're cursed. They fall in love at first sight. There is um, the Scorn Women Society, which is the ex-lovers of Jethro. I love that. <laughs> you get to see the other side. But the, the Scorn Women are also um, Broadway show retellings. Broad yeah. I love them. I did not know that. I love but that. That's awesome. My Bear There's Lady is a My Fair Lady retelling. They're all play on words with the titles too. So Scorn Women, that's all Piper Sheldon. Park Ranger is all Daisy Prescott. That's about like rangers in the park. That's where um, Drew works. Mm -hmm. um, Chelsea Edwards, she has a standalone under the Higher Learning series. That's Upsy Daisy, Daisy of Daisy's, Daisy's Nut House. Mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> um, story. And then the Luffersby series is Hope Ellis. There's two books there. Um, I think that one actually takes place like just outside of Green Valley, but it still ties back. They're, they're, they're still in Green Valley. They commute. Yeah. And then um, Chris Brinkley, he's the narrator. He does a lot of narration. Um, I think he does all book. of the narrations, doesn't he? I think so. Wait. I think he does 90%. I don't think he does all of them, but he does most. Okay. Um, he has two novellas that he did. I don't know if the story, they're the story of us. I don't know if they're called anything else. And then the newest vertical in Green Valley is Green Valley Heroes. That's a shared series and Kilby Blades and Juliet Cross have been writing under that one. That's my personal favorite. <laughs> Kilby Blades book is my personal favorite. Both of those books are mm -hmm. my favorite in the whole Green Go ahead, Valley say it, series. Leah. Go ahead. Yeah, it's like she's like biting her tongue. That's where the sex nachos go. <laughs> okay, so, so if but honestly, like that in in that there though, she has a diverse group of authors writing for her too, which I really love. Yeah, so there's it's, fifteen different authors plus okay. Penny Reed and right ten subseries to Green Valley. That doesn't count the others; just contributing to Green Valley. So it's like 10 subseries <laughs> and 15 different authors, 16 if you count Jiffy Kate as two. They, they're one they're author, two, two yes. people, but one author. They're both authors, though. This is true. But they wouldn't care if we counted them as one. I mean, they are kind of the same. Um, and they do give a, like, preference or, like, try to strive to have an own voice element to the stories mm -hmm. um and i think they do it in a really good way where it's not like smacks you in the face yeah mm -hmm. um 
Well, in reading Kilby Blade's book, which is Forest for the Trees, I didn't know anything about the author. Really, that cover just sold me because it's adorable. Mm -hmm. And um, as we were reading that book, the heroine is a BIPOC heroine. And that made me go look and see, like, who is this author? And find out that she's a BIPOC author herself. And the way that she writes and the way she describes some of the things that happen to Sienna in that, or Sierra in that um, book, it was just really topical. And it really, it was just really good. And I really enjoyed that book. Um, anyway, okay. We'll get to what our favorite book in the whole Smarty Pants universe is for the ones that have read them. So think about I that. I don't think people. I have an all-time favorite. You'll have to get over it. Find one. Okay. Who four. are the important places <laughs> and people to know in Green Valley, Tennessee? What do I need to know? Um, Daisy and her donuts. Oh yeah. I want a Daisy Nut House. Yeah, these people like their baked goods. Like that is an important part of pretty much every story. Well, in Temperance from Fighting for Love, it's book one, like she bakes muffins with names of like Johnny Cash songs. I don't think it's just Johnny Cash songs. No, it's just like older, like old old timey like country songs. But yeah, because she was originally like in the Donner Bakery series, which Donner Bakery is a place you need to know the it's, banana it's, cake queen um which is jen mary Cletus's book yeah science um and her mom has a book too she's delightful yes we didn't even talk about her we haven't talked book. about her mom and that's that's so good <laughs> she ends up with a bad bad boy Okay. Oh, um, the library series is actually kind of kicked off in the initial book. So in mm-hmm. um, Ashley's book, when Ashley is back in Green Valley with her mom, like she's, her mom worked at the library. So Green Valley Library is one of the core places. And well, and books were like a big part of their lives. Mm-hmm. Like the Winstons, I mean, hence the fact they all have like the classics as middle names. Yes, their names. <clears throat> oh, yeah. the community center too. Their yes. jam where they have the jam sessions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And don't be the like last person to eat the coleslaw. Like don't take the last serving. Why? The outrage. Okay. I love that the town has a piggly wiggly. That's such they a southern have thing. Those out out there. I know they do. My where my mom grew up, that was that's it's the IGA or the Piggly Wiggly. You had to pick one, right. and everybody went to the Piggly Wiggly because that's where all the best gossip happens. Yeah, there's often like an awful lot happening at the Piggly Wiggly. It's a like, good place awful, to be. Yeah. What is the Pink Pony? It's a it's, strip club. Yes. Okay, it's a strip club. Hank okay. Weller owns the Pink Pony. He Which is a, his, yeah, his book just released. He did. Hank is a very well-off person, and he basically Wait, owns the Pink Pony. he doesn't Pony run like, the Pink Pony, does he? Because, mm-hmm. yeah. He is a manager, but he pretty much runs it. Like, he works out of it. What's this? Is that the strip club that's in the My Bear Lady that she works no, at? That's the G-Spot. 
That's the G spot. That's the not nice strip club. Right. Because that guy's kind of douchey. Which well, Hank that... is kind of douchey too at first. Yeah. It's not I mean, the G spot douchey though. I mean, he owns a strip club. Like, there's some level. I mean, come on. Well, he, does it to, he does it because, like, it's his way of, like, acting out in his rebellion. I mean, yeah, have you ever known, out. like, a non swarmy strip club owner? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe if I it's a classic place. Cinnamon roll strip club hero. Hank is kind of a cinnamon roll, though. He, yeah, he's more yeah. of a beta hero. Like no joke. Really? Yes. Feels like it's One an of, oxymoron. <laughs> Honestly, it kind of is. But no, Hank. Would you agree, Lindsay, that Hank Weller is a cinnamon roll? I haven't read that one yet. <gasps> Have we done a quick shot on that? No. We should. No, we should. Okay. All right. We, we've done we a lot of quick it. shots. I think we've talked about it and then quick shots kind of blew up and we never yeah. went back to it. We, but we should go back do that. To it. Let me write that down. Um, what's the Dragon Biker Bar? That's where the Iron Wraths like communicate, like congregate, do their business. Um, it's also like, it's one of those bars that has a little like motel strip attached to it if that tells you anything oh it's a pay by the hour hotel strip well some people have rooms they live out of there too the iron race are like they're a one percenter gang but so there there you go there's your bad seed of the town okay and they they come they come into play a lot not at the very beginning of the Winston brothers, but like they come into Lindsay play in that t- my bear lady that mm-hmm. I read. They were in that book. Yeah. yeah as Lindsay was more... talking, like they they get like the foreshadowing gets There's more little, incorporated yeah. and then it becomes a bigger There's yeah. snippets and they're I mean they're kind of prevalent in Jethro's book because of his history with them, but then they kind of are just in the background for a lot of the rest of it. Yeah, and then you also have to think about like the timeline right because like the timeline of a lot of the green valley books is in that gap of the winston brothers book Mm -hmm. so like earlier and like some of these books that are in that gap and then some of them are after so you kind of see like the evolution of the iron wraiths story it's more involved at the beginning of the green valley um spinoffs under smarty pants romance and it gets less the further down those timelines the books go okay but i think when we get isaac's book like it's gonna be front and center yeah things are gonna come yeah and maybe maybe diane and repo will be back okay on to the next thing (laughs) genie's country western bar are they line dancing here this is the place with french fries i read this in nora everly's first book right they have they pick up fried chicken from there right the country bar it's maybe i mean it's like the hangout place when it's not a friday night okay like the jam sessions are going on um and you don't want to go to the the pink pony Right. Cheese <laughs> yes it's the more family friendly but i still would not take your children option mm-hmm. so we talked about what community I... oh go ahead Lindsay. 
one of my favorite scenes takes place at Janie's Country Western Bar, and it is the meet cute in Stud Muffin. When Tempest meets Cage, she is at the bar, totally wasted, and I think she climbs up on the bar and he carries her out. Mm. <laughs> so fun. I love that scene. Um, and also, like, the, like, um, Janie's daughter, Patty, is, like, running the bar, and she is super, super smart. Okay. Super smart. So we talked about a book. No, she was going to have a book in the folk series, and she is no longer having a book. Mm, That's right. Maybe in the future. Okay. Community organizations. We talked about the Iron Wraths, and we talked about the jam sessions, but we have not yet talked about my favorite community organization in all of Green Valley, Tennessee. And that is the Morell support group who are the little old ladies that are the mushroom hunters. And I think they take mushrooms. Oh, definitely they do. buy them from Those the college boys. Thing. I did not know this. I was hiking recently and somebody was literally carrying like a skull sized mushroom down the mountain. Like it was like a good foot tall. It was huge. And people do this, apparently. There's, like, little clubs. They're really, like, lots of these little clubs that go mushroom hunting. I had no idea. But also, um, I think it's, is it porcini mushrooms that grow in that area? They're, like, very expensive to get, but they grow in the Smokies because it's wet and it's shady because it's trees. So it's really Those- cool. In our area, it's morel mushrooms that you can only get, and the season is like super short, and it's in the spring. You have to get them like at a certain. Anyway, okay. Now is your favorite part, you guys. Two to three, no more, no less. Two to three. I need to know your top books in this world. <laughs> No, Lindsay, <laughs> two to three. Four. Just give her four. <laughs> give her four. Okay. We, okay. Do you want to do them in a group or you want to go around? Let's do them in a group because I have to think about it. Okay. <laughs> Lindsay, give us your four because she knows. Forest for the Trees, Parks and Provocation, Eye Candy and Stud Muffin. Oh, son of a bitch. I love those ones. I'm going to pick different Don't ones. Don't you? It's I know, but I feel like I need to have different ones. No, um, you don't. I don't Sorry. think you do because I, I haven't read that many. One. So, <laughs> um, okay, your turn, um, Jenny. Um, so I tried to be strategic and like take like a OG and then like a smarty pants. So, um, like probably beard necessities just because you finally get to see like all the foreshadowing and the culmination nuggets. of yes. yes it finally comes together and you're like they finally oh. finally <laughs> finally come together finally. <laughs> um and then i feel like this doesn't get talked about as much but the leafers bee series in smarty pants um the second book it was probably my favorite before and after you um and that's a sibling's best friend um close proximity book 
and she is the child life specialist at a hospital um, in Knoxville. And then he is a banker because that's what the leafers bees do is they're the bank in Green Valley. Okay. Leah. Okay. Who are your books? So, um, Parson Provocation, um, Baking Me Crazy, which is book one in the Lost at Love, Love at First Sight, and then Stud Muffin because it introduced me to the Vikings. Okay, so I have not read as many as everybody else has, like I've read here and there. So I have read Eye Candy. I have read Forest Through the Trees. I have read book one from Nora Everly, which is um, the one of her brothers. Um, Crime and Periodicals was up. Crime and Periodicals on that one. And I read book one, My Bear Lady by Piper Sheldon. Pros Before Bros by Kathy Yardley is on my um, TBR and Do We Belong Together by Anne Why Not because I'm obsessed with the puns. (laughs) That has a great mental health rep in it. Excellent. So those are two that I did not get to Um, because, you know, mafia. But I will say I have loved everything that I have picked up Mm -hmm. in this. And, and I have obviously read out of order and around and not, you know, because I like to machete. So that is our introduction to Green Valley, Tennessee, for those that have never read it or curious about the world. If you have questions about Green Valley, Tennessee, Email Jenny. Please slide into Jenny and Lindsay's DMs. Do not ask Becky and Leah. We know nothing. I mean, you can ask us. We will just ask Jenny and yeah, Lindsay those. because the chances of us being able to answer the question are slim. Yeah. I might be able to answer it easier than Becky because I have actually been in this world a decent amount, but not nearly as amount as Jenny and Lindsay. No. So those are- It is a delightful place to be though. It is delightful. Okay. It is now time. It's that time for book. Book of, of the week. week. It's book of the week time. Jenny, what's your book of the week? Um, The Game by Vi Keelan. And can I just say, like, stay tuned for a quick shot? Yeah. Yes, you may. Yeah. Coming soon. Um, Lindsay, what's your book of the week? I read Damaged by Riley Edwards and I really loved it. Oh, it's so good, isn't it? What do you, did you really, I'm so happy that you liked it. <laughs> I already have books two and three downloaded on my Kindle, so I'm busy. They just, they just <laughs> keep getting better. I've read so many better. books this week. <laughs> they just keep getting better. I'm so happy that you liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, you just made Leah's like whole month. about it on the instagram and i was like oh i had this downloaded and i like picked it up and i read it well because the audio is coming out soon but it's one of those things where i love her books and i'm always afraid that like somebody new like reads them that like in our community and i'm like what if they don't like them and then yeah, I feel it's bad. like somebody telling you your baby's ugly <laughs> like, 
Uh, your baby is ugly. I'll say <laughs> it. I, mean, I think it's worse. It I think it's worse like... than somebody telling me my baby is ugly. I will say <laughs> I'm glad you like it because Riley Edwards is such a nice human and has I always been so super much. supportive of our podcast. So mm-hmm. um, I'm glad you enjoyed. I'll that. let her know. <laughs> what was your book of the week? Okay, so I had a break of basically three days where I'm allowed to read what I want before I have to go back to my assigned TBR. And of course, I went into the mafia world. Because we've been stuck there for a while. I blame Heather. I can trace this straight back to Heather and her year end book recs. She yes. recommended yeah, because she recommended Callum, and then you read that, and it went downhill from there. I, it just went or downhill. uphill. It depends on how you want. To I can't it. get out. Like I need all of this darkness. I need kidnapping. I need possessive, crazy alpha heroes. I I need it all. Like I want the men to die if they touch her. Like I want that. <laughs> and some of them too. A lot. And some of them too. It is it. The mafia and dark romance has a very nice vibe for winter. It, it does. It gives it really me lots is. of warm and cozy feelings. Yes. I mean, we're stuck inside. I mean, I'm let's, just let's embrace to... the dark of winter. Although yeah, you're in New Mexico, you don't have a lot of dark of winter where you're at. We don't have dark of winter, but we just have cold and windy. It's so dumb. It's dumb. So, um, I have I made everybody go through like all these. Wait, I didn't say books. mine yet. I haven't even given my title oh, that's yet. True, you did. <laughs> I'm still trying to give you my title. Because <laughs> we're all busy trying to get kidnapped. I mean, I would not be sad if some of these heroes kidnapped but me. I was going to rec- like, I have found some great new authors and series, and you are going mm-hmm. to see an increased amount of quick shots <laughs> that are mafia or. If you're over in Discord, then you know I made everybody read Alexis by Alexius by Bella J because that book was bonkers, but it was three books of delightful rage reading. <laughs> it's so bonkers. Anyway, but my book of the week is Ruined Secrets by Nevea Alta. It's, what is it? We don't know. We don't know how to pronounce it. I think it's just N-E-V-A. Neva. I think Neva. it's Neva Alta. Neva Alta. I did look up the pronunciation of the last name. It's such a good book. Um, yeah, it's <clears throat> he is she is the granddaughter of the Don of the Costa Nostra in Chicago, and he is handpicked to marry her and take on the role of the Don. And it he's a single dad. I really need his brother's book. I'm just because he's such a playboy. Oh yeah, he's having we, affairs we think with he's everybody. Oh yeah, he's like jumping out of windows naked and getting shot at because yes. he's getting caught. He's, oh yeah, it's still this well book. and like his one right hand. Oh no, no, that's the next book. That's the next book. So Sorry. in this one, he um, okay, it's amnesia trope. There's the before. Well, and but it after. opens. I know I'm talking over you, but it opens, and he is like his what he is married, and his wife is giving the bodyguard a blowjob, and he shoots the bodyguard mid blowjob. Yeah, and then is like and throws her out half naked, and is like, "I want a divorce," and that's that. Anyway, it's that's delightful. It I have been yeah. reading this whole series 
by Neva and I am obsessed with it. I love it. I have it is very really good. enjoyed everything I've read read by her. They are quick. They are well edited. Um and anyway. Well, and she and we keep coming back. And we keep coming back. <clears throat> okay, Leah, what is your book of the week? Okay, so Becky, I I am complaining about this on like every episode, just so we know. So Becky has been trying to get me to read the Perfect Gentleman series by Shayla Black and Lexi Blake. I like both of these authors, but it is a five book series. It's a long book. Okay. So she gets this harebrained scheme that we're going to read all five books and do a quick shot on each of them, which individually, is individually, each book individually, individually will have its own quick shot. Yes. But in her infinite wisdom, I'm only allowed to read one book per week. So basically <laughs> we cannot read book, like we can read book one record the episode and then we read and book then two. i'm allowed to read book two yes you cannot have that knowledge right. before you impart right. the knowledge on but us. Do, have you met me do you realize how hard yes. it is for me to not read book two after i finished book one does becky have to know that you followed the rules yeah i'll know she'll she know. does she'll I'll know. know because the way the story plays out as soon as i find there's something a cliffhanger out, i will yeah. tell there's like cliffies <laughs> it's an overarching storyline like there is no way she would not and know if, if I you like the tv show scandal that was on abc a couple years ago that's like that political over-the-top intrigue with spies and bonkers stuff but once sexiness in a romance form this is this series these so books book one is my book of the week it's scandal never sleeps it's so good i i'm like really mad at becky because <laughs> i have to follow the rules and i keep like and if you are listening when you listen to the quick shots i'm prefacing this now we are spoiling these books so if you do not want to know what happens you need to read along with us read along well so i do yeah. have a note a programming note for quick shot listeners, Lee and I are reading the Perfect Gentleman series by Shayla Black and Lexi Blake. The first episode drops 214. This is a five book series with an overarching plot. They are romantic suspense. A new episode will drop about every 10 days so that we get through all five books. We are reading these without binging them. They will have spoilers in those episodes, but if you'd like to read along and follow along with our chaos, you will want to pick up what, what is book one? Scandal Never Scandal Sleeps. Scandal Never Sleeps and read along with us. They are available in library, so. Yes, we're reading from Becky's library, so you can get them in the library. I don't, they might've been in mine too, but I don't remember. But yeah, so I'm a little bit salty because I have to wait, but I'm in the middle of book two right now and he's a little bit crazy and I love it. He's a lot crazy. He's intense. He's he's intense and a little bit crazy. And there's like sex capades for the weekend. Like there's so much sex capades in these books. Oh, he they haven't had sex yet in mine in book two yet. Not yet. Book one, it's 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 like 15%. It's a whole weekend of sex capades. Mm -hmm. Anyway. But it's delightful. Which is my new favorite word now. So we do have a Patreon update. We appreciate our Patreon supporters and we would not be able to bring the podcast and our craziness without you. Um, So we currently have four open tiers on Patreon. We have one that starts at $5 a month and includes membership to Drunk Book Club and exclusive content. And they tier up from there. The higher you go, the more that you get. We reach our goal of 40 Patreon members 
And our next goal is 60 members. And we are going to do an amazing giveaway that was donated by one of our favorite authors. Um, so we will be putting that out into the world soon. And we are able to bring you all three episodes a week due to our amazing Patreon community. We have perks like Coffee of the Month Club, exclusive episodes over on our Patreon and Drunk Book Club. Our okay. big goal is 500 members. But 500 members, and then we can be employed. Um, Drunk Book Club is February 18th. We are, have a daytime Drunk Book Club for February. We are day drinking at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we are reading Ripple Effect by Jay Bankington. I don't know. We're going to have to ask her how she pronounces her name. Yep. Because she, she will be joining us. She will be joining Club. us. Um, and this is the book, if you listen to our audio narrator episode, this is the book that Teddy Hamilton said is the only book that has ever given him a book hangover that he narrated. So. Yeah. And he um, gave us the specific chapter, too. So. Yeah. <laughs> our annual Galentine's Day celebration is February 11th. We just updated our merch shop with a cool Galentine's Day design, and we are going to make signature drinks and paint a watercolor bookshelf together. Um, this is open to any of our uh, podcast community members, listeners. You do not have to be a member of Patreon. You can find details on our website at bookcaseandcoffee.com. And then, okay, you can do the next one. And we are currently seeking nominations for the best small town of Romance Landia. Nominations are open on our website until February 1st and voting will start on February 6th. If you love a small town, but you can't think of the small town, just write the book title and the author title in both lines because, and then Becky and I can figure out the small town name from there. Because we've had a couple of people say they can't think of the name, but if you know the book, give us that information. Yep. Um, and you can find a list of all of our upcoming dates, including book club, happy hours, plot a book, and reading challenge at bookcaseandcoffee.com slash events. Jenny and Lindsay, thank you so much for sharing your love of Green Valley, Tennessee with us. And mm -hmm. also for, you know, your stalking nature of Penny Reed. They take it to another level. I mean, I love yeah, them. It's... They call it super fan. Is it super oh, fan? Yeah, that sounds much better. <laughs> much better. <laughs> yeah. Is yeah, it though? Is. Because if you watch that movie, like it's she's kind of crazy. About me? The movie? I mean, I did. I'm dating myself. Yes. Anyway, the movie. Until next time, everyone. <laughs> Happy reading, everybody. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.